Hello, everybody. Welcome to this fantastic Super Tuesday broadcast of Saints Radio. Of course, every Tuesday is a Super Tuesday when you have Saints Radio, isn't it? <laughs> you know, here in Dallas, people have been streaming in and out of the uh, youth room, voting all morning. I think some of them were spurred on by Sleepy Joe's uh, rally downtown Dallas last night where he committed himself to appoint Beto O'Rourke as the new czar of gun control if he's elected. <laughs> oh my goodness. Just the time you thought all those Beto stickers we're going to be peel off the cars. He rises again from ignominy. So, God bless you on this Super Tuesday. And we're really thankful to be able to emerge from our fasting, from our fasting commune to come up here to this holy booth and reach out to you. So, I um, hope everybody's doing well. Are you doing well, sister? I am doing well. Doing very well. What's that in your holy tin? It's, a, it's something that I hope will give me a little um, pick-me-up. Is it Java? No, it's bourbon. Oh, good. <laughs> it's coffee. Oh, man. Well, I may have to, when you're talking, I may have to slide it's a coffee. that cup over and have a it's sip. It's coffee. Uh, yeah, last week on Grace Day, I, I fasted caffeine, and it was a really good fasting day for me, but I decided the Lord wanted me to do something different today on this Grace and Supplication Day. So I'm doing sun up, sundown kind of a fast, and hmm. yeah, so. Well, it's really strange to be in this Daniel fast when you throw it on top of the other fast that we've been doing. And so I'm thinking, this is just fast talk. Hello. Welcome to Fast Talk. We have to tell you, the fast talkers. We're You know, when you're not eating hardly at all anyway, to say you're going to fast something food-wise is kind of ridiculous because you're already doing that, so... You're basically saying, well, you know what? You know, I'm in this fast too. We'll just lay this over into it. I think I think for me it's been really it's been really exciting because not only has it caused me to to really focus on the seven spirits day by day. Like yesterday with judgment and burning, and I, I really inclined myself to partner with his judgment and burning and what that really means and that um just the insistence of his purpose and really declaring that and and speaking it into not only function but into fulfillment into culmination and so throughout the whole day i was just asking him to bring promises to my spirit and to my mind that i could actually declare or partner with and the application of not only his um his mishpat, mishpat. his mishpat but also his burning. And it was very fruitful. 
It was really very fruitful. That's great. So it's really causing, I don't know how everybody else is doing it, but it's really causing me to, to really learn or enabling me, I guess, to, to open my spirit to, for him to teach me more about himself and how my spirit can engage in that and partner with that in a creative new way because it has been really a stretch creatively in creativity in that um, like basically I go to bed at night and I'm asking him okay what do you want me to do tomorrow and I'm pursuing constantly until I get an answer or some kind of um, directive and then I begin to apply myself in that so it's not just about abstaining from food even though we're doing that um, it's just so much about him teaching of us of his ways and how to partner in them so I don't know it's good it's really good but I think the third week is going to be a strict dietary I, I, I can feel that coming <laughs> mm. like even more strict like um, I don't know I don't know we'll see We'll see. It, it, it'd be curious to, to, to hear from some of our saints and how the Lord's leading them in this fast because it really is, you know, an individual thing before him. Yeah, it is very personal. Uh, not that other fasts aren't, but it's more of a, you know, especially this week where, you know, I don't know what everybody's doing, but this week, you know, I'm focused on that second phase of wisdom, which is the development of being a son. And so, you know, I'm like you, you know, I, I got up this morning and came in here early to open up for the election judge. And I was saying, Lord, what do you, what do you want today? And I didn't hear anything. And then throughout in the ensuing hours, I, I would hear him talking to me about different things in me that he wants to develop that aligns with grace so it's 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 a very personal exchange all fasting should be but this is a different it, personal that's not really a good term it's more um individual individual and you know, it's the, really the fast God has chosen. He is choosing this daily and really hourly. So uh, we're grateful to our Father for that. And we encourage you to continue and to be um, stirred accordingly by the Spirit. Oh, man. What a what a time we live in. You know, I, on Sunday, Sunday was a day of, to Sunday was such a unique day in so many different ways. And I, 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 I don't talk to everyone around here. I know what comes out publicly through declaration, through song, through the message, whatever. So I'm sharp, sharp enough to pick up on the thread of what God's doing. Plus, we had the prophetic thing on Sunday night. But Sunday was like a battlefield. And, and it's so interesting the way the Lord is having us to war because it is, it's, it's almost like an abiding lifestyle. But I, I kept hearing the Lord Jesus speak to me on Sunday morning. 
you know, this kind comes out only by prayer and fasting. I mean, it was just like that was his directive. It was like because so many of the battles that that, that we are, are contending for have been, um, you know, things that we've been battling since the beginning of this year, believing for this incredible breakthrough, which I believe um, is here, but it's also we're going to experience it together as a people when we come together for the gathering next month, or this month, I guess I would say. So just be prepared for that because there's going to be incredible breakthrough that God's going to bring. But, um, you know, then you lay that on top of the the abstaining from food and then the seven spirits fast, and then Jesus began to speak that. And, I mean, I, I'm just kind of marveling at the demand. I guess I should say, but also in the midst of the demand, the grace that is so much propelling us through this um, season where, um, I mean, we are, we are pioneering into new territory and, and, and going into the land where there's giants and the Lord is in so many amazing ways allowing the creativity of his nature to empower us and and i love that because that is something that i honestly never associated with with his wisdom and i i don't know why maybe i just totally missed that day in class (laughs) i don't know but uh even though the plan of god i mean of course is going to be very creative but in so many ways just taking me back to the remembrance of ways that he broke through for his people in ways that no man could have ever defined or you know it had to be God and so it's just such an exciting day but prayer and fasting is just he's taught us so intimately and so integrally in our identity about how we function and now is the time where we are called in the fullness of what that means to function and to apply those things that he's taught us and so it's not the time to 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 lay around with a what's that thing that Elijah put around his head his mantle his mantle around his head it's the time to outrun the chariot so I'm just yakking I'm just I'm just I'm just chit I need some chat <laughs> it's just so interesting when we come together and the way because Sunday, Monday, Sunday, Saturday was you know the day of miracles and and we were all standing on behalf of the promise that God had made, but then we rolled into Sunday and and it was kind of unexpected, but so good. Yeah, it's uh. It's 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 really interesting that you can reflect on what God has done throughout the past many years and how he has progressively allowed all of us to take steps together in uh, un- the understanding of various dimensions of his spirit, his ways. And um, I remember when we first started 
to discern concerning the spirit of wisdom and the 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 ways that God was breaking through through uh, to us were really revolutionary. You know, the whole concept of this is one of the ways of God and, you know, dismantling the idea that it was just counsel. Oh, I believe somebody's giving you a word of wisdom. You're supposed to not take geology 101. You're supposed to take biology 202. That's wisdom for you. Oh, it's wonderful. You know, you know, you just dismantle that, and then you begin to see Solomon's principle of give me wisdom so I know how to go out and go in, and, you know, I want to, I want this wisdom so that I can take the kingdom into the new places. And then we talked about the oppositions of the, the Council of Seven and the Prince of the Power of the Year. Um, and, you know, all the way down the line, the way God has taken. But now to be bringing us into the line upon line of the thesaurus and, you know, the the way his wisdom is in alignment with uh, the, the, the tothemes that God has put in us and put in the world and put even into the enemy as a, as a defeated foe. <clears throat> it's, it's just amazing to me, the, the spectrum of that. And to be able to have lived through this and to see the development and recognize that it, none of it contradicts, but it builds upon. And um, it just really makes you wonder why, what is God doing through this, you know, this sequence of revelation? And really, you don't want to think too far ahead, but what, what comes next in it, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, and I, th I think it's really interesting, too. I don't want to go too far with this one, but I'll just toss it out there. Wait, let me get my glove on. Yeah. The, um, you know, the enemy opposition to wisdom, the prince of the power of the air, and how there's, there's that combination of bitterness through failed grace and um, children of disobedience. And we know that from what God showed, and again, this this part is, you know, it's revelation, but don't have anything that specifically says it. That the prince of the power of the air is really rooted in the Far East, and somehow he spans um, over to the western portion of our nation. So you go from India into China, and then you come across to from Bollywood in through China and to the west coast of our nation. And you see this, this mindset and this, these insights regarding the, the demonic realm. And, and I just think it's interesting that out of the midst of that springs this coronavirus out of the center of China that the enemy would like to use and he is doing a pretty good job of to instill fear and panic in the financial markets and into people and um, would also try to restrict the travel and in this year of wisdom. 
And so we take authority, we've taken authority over that, that it's not going to prohibit governmentally or otherwise. It's not going to instill fear in us. So we say, well, maybe we shouldn't go and do what God has laid out for us. Uh, we're not buying into that. And But, but that, from, from my observation, is the is the the enemy strategy and the prince of the power of the air tries to control things but that that base over there in china with the depth of their insights into the spirit realm that has largely been shielded from us you think about it with since 1900 on you know where the world has really moved quickly and in, in understanding and technology and whatever well, the first part of that century, China was just backwoods. And then Mao and the Communist Revolution made them a closed society. And now you think, man, they are, they were competing economically and technologically trying to circumvent the world. You think about China and Huawei and how, you know, our government's one warning, you know, they're, they're, they are manipulating their people through uh, through um, cameras and through monitoring everything they are, and, and what were we talking about a couple of years ago, where they were China was bringing out for their people, you know, we're going to monitor you, and if you do this or if you don't do that, you're going to be on a, a a list, and you're not going to have opportunities. And you think about the end times, about how, you know, the mark of the beast. You know, nobody's going to be able to buy or sell or engage in anything. They're going to be watching you if you don't take this mark. And that's Prince of the Power of the Air stuff. And that's being originated in pattern over there in China. And now God slapped them down. But this wicked thing is is coming, this disease. It's spiritual warfare is what it is. Now, this sounds crazy. This sounds anybody tuning into this or thinking we're a bunch of nuts for talking these conspiracies or whatever but this is real live spirit realm stuff and um, we're not worried about it I, I just think that you know spanning the spanning the uh, the, the the base of, of a demonic stronghold but at the same time God is raising up a mighty group in the in the South America of the saints. And I believe there's something mighty coming in Australia, which we know that part of the world is, is where Leviathan has rooted himself. But it's more of Leviathan in spiritual boundaries and in the seas. Uh, it, it, there are connections under the seas uh, of of the real power bases, which is why God split the continents the way He did as a smiting of that. But all those fires in 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 um, Australia and uh, judgment and burning being there—that's a sign. That's that's an amazing sign. So God's signs in the earth and the heavens above. We're living those days, and you know we can. Um, we can ignore ignore them, make it about global warming, and which is another. I'm not going there, but that's that's another venture of the prince of the power of the air. Where let me give you this narrative. 
Let me give you this narrative instead of... And it's like what Peter said. We talked about this on Sunday. You know, concerning the fiery trial that's come against you. Don't don't think it's strange. Don't let this entertain you. Don't let it produce the narrative. You know, we have, as Pneumatikos people, have the opportunity to hear the narrative of God or buy into the entertaining narrative of the enemy camp, which is largely broadcast by the media. Whose report are you going to believe? If you go the, the route of the world, you're going to be in fear and in bondage and you're going to be judging one another and you're going to be in strife and in bitterness. But if you go the report of the Lord, the arm of the Lord's going to be revealed. Who do you want to hear? So I just think that's interesting. So this coming Saturday's first Saturday. We'll be sending a, uh, a directive out, but you know what it's going to be. We've got a seminar coming up, and we need to really be uh, in the midst of this fast, believing God for his will to be absolutely and perfectly done in this ingathering with all of these continents represented. You have Europe, you have Africa, you have South America, you have this great North American continent. Um, what what does God want to do? What? Oh, nothing. I'm, it's exciting. I was talking to somebody yesterday. I think I was talking to Noah, and I was telling him about about that very thing. I said it's so exciting because we have, I think I said five continents, and then I went to name them off, and and I said, no, wait, I guess that's four. And he said, <laughs> I think you made some up there, like twenty continents are coming, right? <laughs> it was just funny. Well, you know, Switzerland <laughs> probably considers themselves a continent to themselves. And then we've got Peru, well, Peru, South America, so yeah. it's a continent. So, yeah. I, I, I said continents, and then I started naming off the nations, realizing that there was France and Switzerland, which is one continent, and then you've got it's just a silly conversation, and it just made me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about what you were just saying and what you were speaking about on Sunday about the fiery trial and it reminds me of of what the 23rd psalm speaks about and we really you know this this is is so much been a a signature scripture for us over the last number of seasons about how he's prepared a table for us in the presence of our enemies it says he prepares the table and and I was thinking about that this morning, and I was I was sitting at the table with the Lord. And, you know, you think about the table, it's intimacy, it's fellowship, it's it represents so many things, sustenance, and so many things. And he's there at the table with us, and the enemy surrounds us. He prepared that table and in the midst of the enemy. So he knows all these things. But the thing that was really... Um, prolific to me in my spirit was as long as I focused and kept my eyes on him because he was he's seated at the table with me I'm there with him at the table and I am I am receiving from him everything that I need and therein lies my focus 
And as long as our focus is on him and not on the fiery trial and not on the enemy that surrounds us, then it, 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 keeping our eyes on him in the midst of all things, magnifying him through every trial, and receive, or welcoming the sovereignty, his rule into that circumstance, he's so much greater. He's so much greater and so much more powerful and so much more mighty than every enemy that could surround us. And so just recognize that. Recognize that he's prepared our table and he is there with us and having fellowship with us. And that is his heart for us. And sure, the enemy's going to surround us because it's, 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 it's warfare. But he's our sustenance, and he is the empowerment that we gain to, to overcome all of that. So it's a matter of perspective. And that, uh, what is it that they say? Perspective is reality. Is that right? Well, when, we're, when reality does not meet expectations, there's oh, trouble. But that is our reality, but guys. But perception in the Lord should be reality. Yeah. And we allow just circumstances to consume our focus and granted I mean they're hard and they're difficult and they're scary and this whole coronavirus thing I mean every single day you can't open up the news without it's just bombarding the media and you know we know that's an enemy strategy as well but we just have to be wise we have to use it the precautions that that are given to us I think Teresa posted something this morning on some measure of social media about um a, a former pathologist who has studied this virus and he was talking about the spread of it into the US and how it's imminent how it's it's coming and and listed the precautions that we need to take just to be smart and you know not fall prey to the fear of it but know that you know just claim that Psalm 91 that it, he is our refuge and as long as we are in him none of that can touch us but also use wisdom. <laughs> so I'm not afraid. I was I was at the dentist last week and my dental hygienist is is she's very political. She's a strong Christian. She's a great woman of God and I love her. But somehow this came this topic came up and she was telling me that that they had gone to order their supply of surgical masks mm -hmm. because they all wear them and they couldn't find any and she, so she's the one that is responsible to order these so she's searching and searching she finally finds them she orders four cases they went to be delivered when they were delivered the box was ripped open and three of the cases were stolen and they left them with one case so <laughs> Okay. So I was at the nail salon a couple of days later, and I said something to the girl that had her surgical her mask on. I said, have you guys had trouble getting your mask? Of course, these are all Asian people. I love them. And she says, would you like me to give you some? <laughs> I should have said yes. <laughs> so that way we could be prepared next time we fly through LAX. <laughs> wow. I'm not joking. Last time I flew through L.A., I was in the International Terminal, and 60, 70% of the people in that airport in that terminal had on masks. 
It was like the Twilight Zone. It was so crazy, and that was, what, a month ago? Who was that masked man? <laughs> and then you, you texted me and told me to put on a bandana like I was a bandit. And about five minutes later, a guy starts walking towards me, and he had that very thing on. He had a bandana <laughs> you know, underneath his glasses. Like a Texas uh-huh. guy, like a yep. bandit. <laughs> but they say that that's not— It doesn't do any good. No. I mean, the thing that is so important for us to remember is touching our, our mouth— with our hands after we've like touched a doorknob or anything like that, our nose, our eyes, because they say statistically, like you touch your face like five thousand times a day or something like that. That's not that's not accurate, but a lot. So it's just a matter of just remembering just not to but that's how you spread the common cold. So Yeah, you know that I heard that the Louvre is closed. <gasps> Really? And that they're even debating, you know, whether they need to not put a ban on the kissing on the either side of the cheek. Cause, and um, Macron met with the Italian prime minister, and they made it a point to, to do the kiss on either cheek. And well, they're I, saying don't shake hands. They're saying give fish bumps. Well, I saw the giant. Did you see that thing from Wuhan? Uh-uh. <laughs> Were they these fish Chinese, bumping? You know, these Chinese guys. Got out of this van, and they were greeting the people they were coming to see, and they they were touching each other. They were sticking their foot out, touching each other. They said it's the new Wuhan handshake. <laughs> I think they were serious, but that's what I guess they're doing over there. It looked it just looks funny to me. But anyway, you know, I uh, I know that God's bringing victory here, but to me, it's... It's a a strategy of the enemy, and um, the 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 narrative is to try to stop the work of the saints. Well, I, I'm going to share something that's personal, but it's also like I feel I've I know that none of us are an island, and I know that being a part of the body, that whatever it is that we overcome, we overcome not only for ourselves, but we overcome on behalf of the body. And I fully believe that. And I know the last quarter of 2019 was such a battle for me personally and that whole respiratory issue. I mean, I got bronchitis and it was just a three-month battle with it. And and the Lord kept speaking to me. I, You are overcoming something that is so much greater and and I knew that it was a generational thing because it's something that runs in my family. And so I was laying claim to just the whole generational curse of of respiratory infection, of, of any of that stuff. And it lasted, that battle lasted for three months. And it almost took me out a few times, but I was standing. And just this morning when I was praying, the Lord said, remember that because this whole coronavirus is in the lungs it is a respiratory infection and that's where it breeds and the lord reminded me of that and said just remember that you have overcome not only for yourself but on behalf of the body and so i totally stand and i I stand so firm in that 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 we have overcome you know the lord's going to allow as you were talking about the plagues yesterday i believe the lord's going to allow us to overcome things ahead of the time so that when it hits the earth, we have overcome and gained authority over it and do not fall prey to it. 
And I think that's a, I mean, that's just a, a, um, a strategy of the Lord for his people. So. Yeah, here's the deal. I mean, if we believe what the Bible says and we believe that the saints are really who they're described to be in the book of Revelation and in Daniel, they're going to be worse plagues than whatever this thing is. I hate that. But, you know, I had... I, it's really weird because I was praying this morning and the Lord reminded me of this this couple of dreams that I had, which I knew was for the purpose of saying he was giving us as the saints dominion in this area. And that um, those dreams I had about that black dog, which represent death. You know, I thought, what is, I knew Led Zeppelin did the song Black Dog, but what does a black dog represent in the world? And I looked and it said it represented death. And um, I know that, and fear, fear and death. And I knew that that's exactly what this is. And I'm believing that um, that thing is serving us. It's submissive to the saints. And we um, we need to believe in the power of our God because... Again, I I firmly know that the narrative is what God has said this year is. How many more ways did he have to tell us? And now this thing, in so many ways, is trying to come against exactly what God said we're to do in a governmental and in an international way. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we... Uh, we we stand interesting and I do believe with you respiratory issues are defeated amen yeah I I read somewhere maybe it was last week or early this week where the pollution in China has gotten remarkably better it's gone down yeah yeah so you were talking about the prince of the power of the air and I was thinking not that that is any way related, but I was thinking yeah. about the air quality, thinking, well, but I also recognize that, that um, I don't know, it's just, it's really interesting. And, and we just have to remember that the Lord's ways are higher than man's ways, and we just, just keep, keep our eyes on him. Yeah. And try not to read too much of the news. And two, we lay claim to victory today for the Lord, yeah. governmentally, because we've got voting here, like Pastor said, here in our church, and it's always unique to have people flood in and out of our our, our meeting room, which has become a very vital meeting room for us these days. We prayed in there on Sunday night, and I was in there praying, and I was just asking the Lord when people walked in that they would just sense the Spirit of the Lord on them. And that spirit would guide them and um, and that they would walk away with just a residue of his presence. And um, but even just throughout our country, that it would be a day of a victory over just the nonsense that has just polluted the airways. I mean, it's just ridiculousness. <laughs> I can't. 
Yeah, you know, I, I, for some reason, some odd reason, I turned by the news this morning while I was sitting in my office writing. I don't even know why I felt led to do it, but I, I heard a woman on there who's known. I'm not going to say who she was. But she, at the suggestion that there was some backroom dealings in one of the parties with people dropping out and everything, and she said, anybody that says that should just go to H. And they said, whoa. And she said, I mean it. Let them go to. And she said that. And I thought, holy smoke. And then at the end of her interview, she said, God bless all of you. <laughs> oh, man. So we need to we need to we need to have a, we need to have our own. Saints Network TV, you know, we could talk about things from a pro-UK perspective of governmental issues. I, I saw this. I think my brother sent me this, and I thought that it was funny, so I'm going to share it. Because, you know, Bernie Sanders, who would have ever thought that it would end up being probably Bernie Sanders and Joe crazy, Biden? Crazy Bernie. Joe Biden. <laughs> and I don't know where Elizabeth Warren is in all of this. but She's about to drop out. Okay. She's about to go back to the reservation. But there's, you know, there's controversy about is Bernie saying, you know, is this really socialism and is this really something? I mean, it's just it's been the talk. But so this this, this is this is a list of the isms. Maybe you've seen this, Pastor. But socialism is that you have this is how it's defined. You have two cows and you give one cow to your neighbor. That's socialism. Communism is you have two cows. You give both cows to the government, and they may give you some milk. Fascism, you have two cows. You give all of the milk to the government, and the government sells it. <laughs> Nazism, you have two cows. The government shoots you and takes both cows. <laughs> I know this isn't funny, but it is cute. Anarchism, you have two cows. You keep both cows... You shoot the government agent and steal another cow. And then capitalism, you have two cows, you sell one, and you buy a bull. Oh, <laughs> man. And I thought that's a good little synopsis of what these things mean. <laughs> now, you know out of this whole broadcast, that's what people are going to be. Well, what was that thing Monica said? You can listen to this on archive and, and I'm get sorry, it. but I just thought that we'll kind of summed it, for, it up. Send your best offering, and we'll send you an autographed copy of that. That's great. That's That's terrific. I think of Bernie Sanders, and I can't, you know, Larry David did that that Saturday Night Live thing of him last time, and he had him down perfectly. He talked just like him. He's got that wild hair, and he said, "Listen, I'm up here with all these billionaires. Some of these guys have four or five pairs of underwear each. I only have one pair of underwear. I wash it out every night. I wash it out every night and hang it on the radiator. That's all you really need." Uh, it was so funny. Some of these rich guys, some of these billionaires, four or five pair of under, underwear each. Oh, my goodness. It's just so funny. I saw, too, I think maybe just yesterday, that Donald Trump now is the youngest candidate. Really? That's what they said. Well, you think about it. 
And then when he was running, they were talking. He was too old, and he, yeah. you know, they were they were they were saying it wasn't a good thing because of his age. Crazy. <laughs> well, it makes me feel younger. I know, right? I'm just as spry as ever. It's just, Lord, we just. <sighs> yeah, you're in control. Yeah. Father, you're in control. But get out there and vote. Don't don't don't. Did you vote today? No, because I'm not going to vote here. They're going to accuse me of stuff in the ballot box. I'm allowed to vote here now. Oh, you should vote here. Well, Take Dominion. No, I'm not going to do that here. I, I'm taking Dominion in the spirit realm. I've got to go home and get my card and go up to the school. You don't need your card. You need your photo ID. Really? Is that You all? cannot vote without a photo ID. Yeah. That, so I don't need my card anymore. No. Well, when I was in line last week, um, the guy was walking back and forth in the hour-long line saying... If you just have your voter registration, it's not going to work. You've got to have a, a valid driver's license or a valid photo ID. We don't want your card. We want your photo ID. Well, of course, if you're in California, they'll just print one up for you right there. <laughs> Sir, would you like a voter registration? See? Um, well, that's good. Yeah, so just make sure you... Well, I was going to vote for Mayor Pete, Mayor Pete, but he dropped out. Just joking. Just joking. Don't send me any emails, Annette. Don't send me any emails, Annette. Well, I spoke with Yowali yesterday. We did a broadcast for Brazil, and he he said that he and his family had been out at a at a uh, trade show. Hello, Yowali. You're listening. I'm not going to tell everything you told me, but he said that he was out at a trade show in Las Vegas. And uh, he said it was a really interesting mix of people, but there was so much marijuana out there. It said it, the weed was everywhere. And I, I just thought, boy, you know, I wonder if that's blocked the coronavirus, you know, all that weed smoke. Our world is really a weird place, isn't it? I'm just grateful. I told Luke and Sylvie yesterday that they could just come here and stay with us and wait out the, wait out the plague. Sylvie said that uh, she was laughing. She said that there were some students from France that were over in Italy studying, so they brought them back and quarantined them for 14 days. But at the same time, there was a soccer match, an international international soccer match in Lyon. And there were over 3,000 fans from Italy that came <laughs> to that stadium. <laughs> and the government didn't say anything about that. Oh, man. Can you imagine? No, I, I read that the Pope was a little bit under the weather. The and they Pope. had a little concern that maybe he may have it. Yeah, but they said they tested him and now he's 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 not sick. Oh, good. But who knows? They well, tested were... that lady in San Antonio and sprung her free and sent her out to the North Star Mall. And then there was like, it seems like I saw this morning, there's like 25 members of parliament or in Iran that yeah. have contracted it. So it's spread through their government, which is, it's just, it's, yeah. So it's, it's, it's a demonic strategy. But thanks be to God, we are being trained by our Father we are fasting as a delight unto him. His goodness is overshadowing us. He's showing us the riches of heaven. And um, he's giving us dominion here on earth. 
Yeah, I just wrote a chapter about that passage that says that he makes your enemies, he makes the enemies the footstool of the Lord. Three times in the New Testament it says that. And the maid there is Tetheme. So built into this whole process of us fulfilling what God wants is the this settled prospect that God has already ordained the, the downfalls of the enemy, and they're each going to be inscribed on the footstool of the Lord. They're already there. Amen. So, um, so with that, everywhere our feet tread, God is giving us dominion, but that's in conjunction with the footstool of the Lord, which has been tethemed already as victory for him. So whatever the enemy's trying to do here, we're going to crush him Amen. as we go. Amen. So, um, and the black dog of death, life is serving. It's bowing its knee. It's like a, a subservient puppy, you know. Today's my black dog's birthday. Which one? My black one, Shadow. Oh, Shadow. I only have one black dog. Yeah. I don't know. I I only know. I only have a very deep relationship with one of the dogs. He used to have a relationship with Reese's but she's gone on to doggy heaven well Shadow and I have yeah she when Reese passed away then Scarlet and Shadow really bonded and so she's she follows me around like Scarlet does now and last night I had to lift her up onto the bed because she wanted to come up on the bed and she <laughs> she went from being about 55 pounds to about 75 pounds so I, envisioning me picking that dog up and lifting her up on the bed, well, I thought, I'm going to have second. to get a weightlifting belt. Wait a second. Now, isn't that a hunting dog? Yeah. So she couldn't jump up there? She's too fat. Too fat to jump? <laughs> yeah. Those ducks are applauding right now. Either that or she is fooling me. Ah. But she, no, she, and she helps. She'll like put her paws up on the, because it's, it's a very tall bed. So she'll put her paws up on the, on the bed frame. But then I have to like squat down and lift her up in hopes not to hurt my back. But um, it's her birthday. So she wanted yeah, to come I up there. Know. So I, see, there, you're a nice mommy. Yeah. See, Kelly and Fabian bring their dog over. Well, she doesn't weigh nearly as much as. Well, this dog is a little portly. And it can easily jump up onto our sofa, but it cries and whimpers like it can't. So it'll stand off to the side, and it'll start it'll start growling, and it'll start running. It's like one of those Warner Brothers cartoons where they're before they even go, and then she'll start running all the way over to the sofa, and then she stops, and then she goes back. And I say, I'm not lifting you up here. I know you can jump up here. And so finally, after about... 10 minutes of that nonsense she'll just run and instead of stopping she just leaps and is up there <laughs> and i always say see i told you now why did you go through all those theatrics knowing that it's kind of like charlie brown all she's hearing is blah 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 <laughs> your lips are moving but all i hear is blah 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 <sighs> well all right we've really gone through some deep spiritual waters here and probably some deep other things too um, we, uh, what else do we need to discuss? We've got the first Saturday prayer, which is kind of weird since first Sunday happened already. And now first Saturday, usually it precedes into first Sunday, but this time it's afterwards. Hope that doesn't throw any of you off. 
No. I, I know I said this last week, but I'm going to say it again, and it has to do with our seminar, which is in a couple of weeks. And that is um, just use this time to really prepare your heart to enter in. Because this isn't going to be just the normal seminar. There's going to be a lot of opportunity for all of the saints to 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 enter in and intercession and and they're always that way but i mean we've got a lot of like prophetically driven times of prayer that are going to be very specific and and so just come ready to engage and to function in the army of the lord and as an intercessor as a prophetic one and know that the lord is going to use you in that way (coughs) amen and I believe that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we always have specific times of intercession, but it's 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 going to be a little bit more um, specific driven, I guess I should say. And that that came through the directive of our apostle. So um, it's going to be, it's going to happen, and it'll be in different times throughout the day. You'll have the opportunity to to join into specific times of intercession and I'm that's exciting to me it really is this is a mobilizing time uh, we've been being prepared and uh, it's it's been it's been an unusual to say that is unusual because uh, unusual doesn't really cover it it's been a really odd season but it's been populated by the visitation of the Lord and certainly directed by him. It hasn't been easy, but he's been with us through it all. And um, I'm just very grateful to our Father for that. Amen. Um, so come expecting and don't bring a bunch of baggage. There you go. That's that's what I was trying to say. You climb this seminar with your hands wide open. <laughs> yeah, just leave all that baggage at home. Leave that baggage behind. Yeah, just leave it at home, and I'm going to do the same. I mean, I'm, I'm, we're going to come in here sanctified and. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be good. And even, I mean, it, I know the teaching times are going to be really anointed. I know that the worship times are going to be really anointed. I know that there's a just a real special dispensation on our, our praise and our worship this year and and so just plan to come into the fullness of all that God has whether it be receiving the truth receiving the word in times of intercession in times of worship in times of um, fellowship with one with another just let's just stay in the spirit and and keep this place sanctified and um, functioning before the Lord. It truly is like a. Um, we've we've talked so much about grace, and God has poured so much of it in and through us throughout the year last year, and then into this year. I mean, grace is what really propels wisdom our walk of wisdom and so grace doesn't dissipate just because we transitioned into another year it propels us through the breakthrough and and so 
we're going to we're going to apply that. We're going to activate that. We're going to we're going to live that as a people together as one body. And and it's going to be really dynamic and um I just believe we're stepping into a new era. I really do. So It's just a bit to my my yeti. Well, we have just been all over the place here, haven't we? It's nothing new, Pastor. Well, <laughs> I um, holy chit chat. I'm really grateful for this time of um, fellowship. You know, when we first started this broadcast, it was for the purpose of just being able to reach out to the saints and just have discussions like this. Because, you know, other than that, we're just doling out teachings and and voices, words, and those are all good. But in that venue, you don't really have the, the latitude to just discuss different things. And, you know, we probably do, do need to, to develop, like, you really need another thing to listen to. There's just so much, I can't hear it all. Um while you binge watch Breaking Bad or something. the um, We probably do need to have maybe once bad. a month. <laughs> it slipped in there, didn't it? Um, it, it? We probably do need to talk about topics of concern in the world. That's what we've been maybe doing. once a month. But I mean, though, you know, you know, just have maybe a round table where you discuss issues this is a t- this is a timely thing that we're doing here but yeah. um but we'll leave that for a, for another time remember when we did the video series face to face yeah fasa fas fasa fas yeah, i always thought Ponta that was plus. a great and uh, really a great um venue we had all of our different pastors that got up and <laughs> yeah, we sat up there discuss things. We did, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And I think that there's like eight or ten of them that are still on the website that you can Boy, listen to. Let's but look it's back and see how much we've changed over the years. No, but I mean it'd probably be a good thing to like revisit every couple of years and and just I don't know have a have a discussion a, a panel discussion I don't know whatever you want to call it. That we can video where we talk about these things or where our leadership does. Yeah. But this broadcast, which I let us out from, is more for what we're doing here. And I know there were some that said, well, you know, it's just talking. You know, it's just too much. Our chit-chat thing was a, a complaint that somebody registered. Well, that's what this broadcast is. You know, I don't like to... You know, I don't like to go outside in the rain because I might get wet out there. Well, that's what the rain is. I mean, this program is for discussions like this. And every now and then, God says something. (laughs) (laughs) And this time, I'll keep it off. Um, So we just are very thankful for all of you. And we pray that God will um, lead you in really profound and loving ways in these days and we look forward to what um what lays ahead for all of us but it's just it's just great to be in this together amen so um 
Anyway. All right, we are four minutes away from quitting time. The old whistle's going to blow, and we're going to leave the radio ranch and head on the long altar. <laughs> Man. First Saturday. Boy, oh boy. It comes so fast every month. Yeah, that that short descent, that short February really kind of did some weird stuff. But we did get the the miracle day. I pray you mentioned this earlier. I pray that the miracles that God had ordained or released to you, those grace remedies and those uh, infusions of His power and supply, are just manifesting themselves over and over again in your life and in your your family we bless you and as I said we're really grateful to uh, be able to partner with you in this way Amen. so I think we'll just close it off now it's like Lincoln said in that movie you know uh, like the preacher who came to, to the end of his sermon but it's too too lazy to finish <laughs> I still don't know what all that means. But I'm we're gonna say goodbye. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our family. SAI. Thanks for joining us. NTS. We really love you. N E T W R K. Or how about your favorite program? the captain okay goodbye everybody say goodbye Gracie goodbye goodbye <laughs>